Okay, we are now live. This is Campfire Chronicles, episode number 37. I am Robbie. And I'm Brian. I'm Andrew. And I'm Thomas. Okay, today we have a variety of topics that Thomas has cooked up for us. Thomas, why don't you read those to us and we can decide okay. which ones we want to do. Five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right so you know i don't know what the weather's like with uh where you guys are in ohio but uh this morning i woke up i drove out my neighborhood and i saw a fresh uh cover of snow up in the mountains and oh, i was wow. seeing a lot more yellow in the trees i guess that means it's just time for uh you know our favorite season of the year and that is autumn so uh you know just kind of wanted to go around here and see what you guys are thinking about autumn anything <laughs> uh anything kind of jump out is it actually your favorite because it is my favorite season here <laughs> That's what i was about to ask I was I like, like it. whose favorite is it <laughs> <laughs> it's my second favorite season what's your first favorite why is this not your first? definitely my favorite spring spring baby spring what did you yeah. say <clears throat> with all the allergies in this economy oh i don't have allergies Oh, okay. <laughs> Brian, what did you say? Which season's your favorite? I said for camping, it's my favorite uh, oh, season. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is a good. But yeah, it's the weather here has been very autumnal. Like it, because there was that one year where we went like Wildcat Halloween. <laughs> oh, right. Un, not intended, but uh, yeah, it was like mid October that we went to Wildcat Hollow, and it was still like ninety degrees and humid. But this year, it just like as soon as September twenty first hit, it just like turned into autumn, and it was like nice and crisp outside. Mm. So all the all the leaves are turning quicker too. I think. Mm. All right. Well, I guess that kind of leads to, to leads to my question to you guys. What is uh, what's your favorite thing that you do in fall? And I mean this, and like, what is something that you do almost religiously every year when it comes to fall? You have to do this. <laughs> hmm. Um, I'm not well. Is there something that you do that comes to mind or something? Yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to answer my own question immediately. <laughs> well, I uh, this is not so much like every single year, but I feel like having a nice bonfire or something like that is always a nice fall activity that I try to do regularly. But since we do like actual camping, that kind of is what it ends up being anyway. So. Mm -hmm. Well, my favorite part about the fall is the change, the, that change in uh, more than any other season change. It feels like a time of uh, big change in my life because I feel yeah, like it's yeah. that's been when big change has happened in my life, like mm -hmm. uh, going to college or going somewhere new. I feel like I've done a lot of things like in the fall. Like that seasonal change is when I've had lots of big life changes. Yeah. Interesting. I was actually just saying the other day that winter is, I've always said winter is my favorite season, but I think it's actually fall. Like I like the cold, but I don't like the super cold. Mm. Yeah. Like late fall. Well, honestly, just like this temperature. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sucks. Cause like the best parts of the year are so ephemeral like the perfect fall weather and the perfect spring weather are so short-lived oh yeah but i i actually do like late fall stuff too though like i there's something weirdly appealing especially with camping like brian was saying but weirdly appealing about when uh the woods are all brown and barren but there's like just something nice about it in a weird way like everything's opened up uh there's no like bugs or anything it's just cool and crisp but mm -hmm. but yeah fall is definitely 
I associate that with change too. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I really yeah. need to hear what is your thing that yeah, you do yeah. every fall, Thomas. Well, you guys are you guys are getting deep into this. I was just gonna say a uh, uh, pumpkin spice latte or something like that. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's where I was going. But no, real, real, uh, not pumpkin spice latte for me. It's it's probably um, putting on. I, I don't know if this is an actual thing, but like fall music, fall like Halloween TV shows, Halloween movies, kind of going through that whole rotation of things, you know, and just kind of getting into that spooky mood and everything. Uh Oh, you guys, you guys are not spooky people, though. I know you guys. Have you guys seen this thing? Uh, it's a cartoon called Over the Garden Wall. Hmm. No, no. You guys should check that out. It's um, it's kind of like Calvin and Hobbes esque in a certain way, but it's like very fall and Halloween themed. It's but, a web yeah, comic or something. It it was on Cartoon Network originally, but I think you can find it online somewhere. Oh, it's a um, cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's got like a good fall feeling to it but I only just found out about it like a few years back. So, Oh, that kind of reminds me of, uh, yeah. Like if you Google what it looks like, yeah. that kind of reminds me of back when we would play airsoft during fall because it was too hot to do it during the summer <laughs> too Brian, cold to do it in the winter. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Brian, I was literally just thinking about that. How like nostalgic that is of a feeling where you're just kind of walking around, you know, you're, you're you're buttoned up in a big coat and everything, and so you're gonna hear and you're gonna feel the the BB pellets against you, but you're not gonna it's not gonna sting like <laughs> it would against yeah. uh, you know bare skin in the summertime. But you you know it just like I man I remember and this is this is kind of funny, but um just on like a Friday night in high school, just kind of sitting there in your guys's parents' woods, and then just like waiting for yeah. I, like sitting there with a sniper rifle waiting for someone to come around the corner oh, and just like man that mm -hmm. softness in the wind and yeah. just like concentrating on any sound to indicate that someone might be coming around we do this all at night by the way we, we, we'd only ever play airsoft at night <laughs> and so nowadays it's like you would have to do that or people would get like freaked out <laughs> can you imagine dude like i can't even believe that you guys were able to do it when you did yeah yeah, yeah. Man. yeah the fall, the fall is a magical time like that crispness crispness in the air it's yeah. also reminds me a ton of waiting for the school bus in the morning mm. you know when mm -hmm. it's cold and you're like god why am i out here but the the feeling of the weather was really nice you know there was one time where for it was like that sort of fall weather and for some reason me and robbie just met up at his place this was before, right before Adventure Archives actually became a thing. Do you remember this? Like, I went over and we were making, like, we were trying to make bread with, like, uh, almond flour and then starting a fire with my one nor Mora knife. And we were kind of filming it. Are, are you just, talking about it, when we went with AJ to that weird? No, it was just, uh, like, I literally just came over one time. In oh, November. right. And we did it on that back patio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have the videos of that, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. really random, but yeah, that was good times though. Kind of reminds me of good that. times though. <laughs> yeah. But there's definitely something about like the it's like the environment, the temperature, the weather. It's all pushing you to like slow down and just kind of come together. And I know that's kind of cheesy and corny, but there's a lot of truth to to that in fall. Yeah, it, you know, it's like. We're like those bears, you know. <laughs> I feel like whenever <laughs> winter and fall roll around, 
the desire to eat a lot and move less is very strong. <laughs> it's... Uh, all right. Well, well, kind of changing the pivoting a little bit here when it comes to fall. You know, I I feel like fall is the most liked season for most people. It's either fall or 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 spring, but I feel like a lot of times you just you get on social media and people start posting fall pictures and and leaves changing. What do you guys think is like the most overrated thing about fall? <laughs> Pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it, it, like every time I've had one, it wasn't sweet. Maybe I need to have a good sweet one. But, oh, dude, I just tried one the other day, man. Those things are like crack cocaine. But I think a lot of the crack cocaine-ness of it is just um, the sugar and the coffee in it. Yeah. Actually, I do love like pumpkin-flavored stuff. But Oh, Brian, don't you put – oh, no, you put cinnamon That's kind of a fall. In your cinnamon, yeah. Man, I actually haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> You gotta you gotta go to Bo Bevins like today, man. Go have yourself a cinnamon flake coffee. Go to that Bo B and <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a, that's a good idea, oh. man. I haven't done that in a long time. You know what's overrated is Thanksgiving turkey. Oh, get out of here! It's so dry <laughs> and boring. You it's rough and it's coarse. Out of here. Andrew has like a personal vendetta against turkey. <laughs> Even the dark meat isn't that good. <laughs> you know, you know how you've talked before about how predictable all of us are. Like all of our foibles are so predictable. Like if you bring up uh, Taco Bell tacos, <laughs> Thanksgiving turkey, or I don't know what another one is, but like those two for sure, Andrew will immediately comment on. <laughs> oh, just uh, white meat and dark meat. That's like oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, another, yeah. that's another <laughs> staple. You get like a traditional style taco, even if it's from a, like a, what, what's the taco place we go to? Los Guachos. Yeah. Even yeah. if you go to like a legit place like that, Andrew's like, if you don't get the tripe or the, <laughs> <laughs> then that's not a real taco. You I, might as well I don't, I don't actually judge you for not getting it, but I just, I prefer the tripe for some reason. No, I don't mind you judging us. Like, that's, okay. <laughs> it's I, like, yeah. it's like then the I will sun judge coming up in the morning. <laughs> I, I have I have gotten to that age now where I really just don't care what Andrew thinks about me. <laughs> Man, was there a point in your life where you actually cared about Andrew? Oh my gosh, you? yes. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> that reminds me of the IPA thing. Oh, oh that's another got... that one I'll agree I, with you on. I think we just talked about that story last episode, didn't we? Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it was an issue with IPAs, but more about the way you phrased it, honestly. Yeah. Wait, I, it's funny. I didn't even mean to say it that way. But it's like, why would you listen to my opinion on beer? I, I, I would, I drink Miller Lite. Like, you should not listen to my opinion on beer. Oh, I, I, I think the, the joke, uh, I shouldn't even go down this path. Uh, anyway. Um, okay. Well, I, I, I could change, I could change the subject. Let me tell you something about Starbucks coffees. Okay. <laughs> Don't have go. any shame about drinking Starbucks coffees, okay? Mm -hmm. Those things, it's like McDonald's food. I The quality of it and like the nutritional value is a whole separate topic, but you cannot deny the food scientist's ability to create something that is so consistent and so incredibly addictive. Mm -hmm. Like every time I have one of those Starbucks drinks, I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> well Wait, one thing... you get sweetened things or is it just like black coffee or like a cold brew or something it's like these vanilla 
Yeah, like the frappuccinos. Yeah, stuff. like uh, the, the yeah. sweet stuff. Oh, no, I, I was going to say, I was going to say, you should be judged if you go to Starbucks only for black coffee because their black coffee oh, is okay, garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, get no, it's not garbage. I've had a it's, plenty it's of sour and. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes sour coffee. Uh, it's not sour. You're just for how I, much I, you pay. I've gone it? to so many local pubs or local local baristas and everything, and and it's, I feel like it's fifty fifty with them because a lot of times they don't know what they're doing. They they I mean obviously I don't know what I'm doing. If you watch the new episode we're working on, I make the sourest of coffees. <laughs> but it, yeah, Starbucks. I, I don't think I've had too many sour Starbucks there. Uh, the I thing about the Starbucks coffee, I will say, because I make a lot of coffee at home is I don't know what they do to their beans, but there's so much more caffeine in their beans huh. than mm, feels I feels natural. Because yeah. I'll, I'll go and I'll make myself a cup of coffee at home and I'll feel good. I'll feel warmed. Then I'll go to Starbucks and get myself the same amount of coffee and I'll be jumping off the walls. I might have just had a few bad coffees at Starbucks because now that I think about it, my apartment has a little Starbucks coffee machine and that coffee's mm. decent <laughs> mm. and not sour, but. <laughs> when did they make the switch to all cold drinks and why didn't they do that earlier now that i think about it all cold drinks well it's like it used to be you they didn't even have like iced coffee and stuff like what? iced coffee is what? a relatively new phenomenon within the last 10 years not the last 10 years right they've had frappuccinos for a while i thought well yeah. frappuccinos are like those that's that's a whole i'm talking about just like a drink with ice in it you know oh are we talking about like cold brew or ice coffee because i remember ice coffee always cold brew, kind of cold brew type of stuff cold brew you I know well, well ice coffee but not, not not like the frappuccino things because there's like all right so there's ice coffee and this is important for our listeners out there who don't understand <laughs> the difference between ice coffee cold brew and i feel like our listeners brew. are like signing off immediately <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is boring it's <laughs> <laughs> like a skype hang up sound <laughs> The topic uh, has gone way off. That's all right. Though. All right. Uh, kind of revisiting what R- Robbie was saying and talking about how fall is, you know, both literally and metaphorically a season for change. Mm. Um, curious if you guys are going to try and do, you know, I know we talk a lot about like New Year's resolutions. Is there anything you're going to do like this fall? I feel like it is kind of like it is coming down. It's the end of the end of the summer. It starts mm-hmm. to feel new. Anything you want to try new here? Mm. Hmm. You know, I was actually kind of thinking maybe just yesterday, actually, it's like, I'm, I'm tired of changing. Like I don't have the energy for it right now. (laughs) 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 Like I'm currently kind of in the Homer Simpson when he's working at the bowling alley. And he's like, if you can keep everything exactly as it is, then I will be forever grateful and eat this cookie in your name or whatever. (laughs) That's good though. Sometimes not wanting change is a change itself. Oh, there we go. I guess that's true, yeah. I mean, okay. I, I just feel like that at the moment. Like, I don't want yeah. anything complicating my life right now. I just want to... Um, I think my internet cut out for a second. But what what you said earlier reminded me of that one Calvin and Hobbes comic where he's like, resolutions, me? <laughs> 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 no, I, I actually, I, I feel like I am kind of in a point where Actually, I was thinking maybe one of my resolutions would be to be less nice, which not less kind, <laughs> not not less kind, but less nice. Because sometimes I feel like I'm overly accommodating. Oh, like oh, yeah. You are. Yeah. You 100% are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, Andrew, go get me a Starbucks. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Brian, like, I... Oh, yeah. go ahead. No, I was gonna say I, I think sometimes when I talk, I I have too much of like that passive voice. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Where uh, and I want to try and have less of that. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Brian, I think that's we... also kind of one of your strengths too, is how true, true, accommodating you are. But anyway, you're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes i am very accommodating i agree with you <laughs> i'm also i'm also the most humble <laughs> yeah <laughs> brian what about you any any anything new you want to try this this uh this year here or this uh fall um i i am a person right now who enjoys routineness uh probably in the same vein as robbie like uh i like having a routine every morning and i like it being consistent so i don't know it's like i haven't thought too hard about what i would want to change thomas Uh, you're you guys are killing me here you're 29 are you guys gonna like go to like a pumpkin patch go to like a corn (laughs) maze try like like something something simple like that okay like something you don't usually do for fall that's fall related okay actually i I, I have some (laughs) i have some stuff i have some stuff Oh man! So the Thomas is learning that we are just like the most boring people. Thomas is like, I'm gonna get out there, man. I'm gonna meet people. I'm gonna last do time things. I went to a pumpkin patch was like on a field trip when I was in grade school. Yeah, it's because Thomas is uh, Thomas is still in his 20s, so he's still figuring his life out. And we've already. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, one thing I, I mean, will there's say, some truth to that. But go on. I do actually want to go to the you know the Circleville pumpkin show that happens in Ohio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just thinking, I want to go back to that this year. Um. And I also would like to host some sort of get together sometime. Oh man, yeah, yeah, we got to do something like fall that. Fall soiree. Oh well, Adventure Archives meet up too, but I just meant like a host a thing at my apartment. No, I know what you meant. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's it's fun to like Andrew have. hosting something at his place makes me wonder like what kind of food would be there. It's the I... it's the next logical step after creating a charcuterie board. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go to a party. Uh, hosted by Andrew. Oh my I god, would... dude! Yeah, me too. I'll yeah, pay really? for the beer. Just morbid curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's morbid. like if I if I have unlimited resources, then it would be a, quite a wild party. But didn't do you remember when I hosted a fall soirée? I do. Yeah, yeah. Brian, I think I invited you too, didn't I? Uh... <laughs> I think I did. When was it? That, How long ago was this? It would have been one of the right? only falls that I was. It would have been the only fall I had my own place in Ohio. So twenty nineteen. Yeah. How long did you have that place in Ohio? Uh, I think fifteen months was my oh, lease. That's so oh, weird. Wow. Like yeah. I, I saw it one time, and I think it was like when you were moving out or something. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it was you know as good as it could be. Where it's it's always weird because you know you're you're oh, this is literally the most boring podcast i think we've ever had but um it was interesting because it's like all my friends who know me but none of my friends know each other and so that was like the the reality that i had to deal with when i was hosting that party so that's also what i want to experience when i go to andrew's party (laughs) i want to see what what are andrew's friends over here like what are andrew's friends over there oh you will be in town actually yeah no i'm i'm fully expecting an invitation i'm going to be in town in three weeks 
I need to figure out when I'm going to do it. If it'll be like fall or more Christmassy themed, but and I well, you can have both. There's nothing preventing you from both. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I want to. I want to. Like you guys uh, should joint plan a, a party. <laughs> I want to both be hosts. <laughs> like, uh, like there's like one half of the room is like the Thomas side, the other half is the Andrew side. <laughs> I want to open the door and just see Andrew like wearing this this autumnal colored uh, velvet uh, jacket. <laughs> Like oh, with a with a cigarette in one hand and brandy in the other, he's like, mm, "Yes, come on in, welcome." I to do my have a, a Hugh Hefner robe that I found at Goodwill. For, <laughs> there you go. I went as that as uh, for Halloween once. Okay, which actually, I was gonna, gonna say that's that's one thing that I wish was more of a thing was like, well, I guess it is depending on who you know and stuff, but adult Halloween activities, mm-hmm. like just just some excuse to dress up in costume and prance around outside at night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for that. I'm you know, the that, last right? time I did anything for Halloween was 2007. I had just graduated from college, and then I went to <clears throat> Andrew's house, and he was still in high school. At oh that point. yeah, wow! And we all dressed up and with his friends and just walked around the neighborhood, which was because <laughs> we had like prop guns for our costume, and there was oh. a school bus. And no, they, like... well, that that school bus thing was a separate incident. Oh, was it? That was me and Brian were playing with airsoft guns. We were literally just walking around the neighborhood with the airsoft guns. No, I thought it was Halloween. No, no, no. Too. That was Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I know, but that was just during the day. That wasn't the Halloween. But oh, it was. Yeah, it yeah. was. But we were. Oh, okay, okay. We I th- I think... we weren't walking around with airsoft guns. We were down by the by the road of my driveway taking pictures, taking yep. like yeah. pictures of our costumes. And yeah, then, we were uh, in between. And then a. Uh, School bus just happened to drive by while yeah. we were doing that. What a what a very different time. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like my God, you would not be able to do that. Um, hold on, wait, real quick though. Um, one more thing about that. Your mom made fun of me. <laughs> she was like, "What are you doing here, celebrating Halloween with a bunch of high schoolers?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> oh, our mom. I thought you said for some reason I thought you meant Thomas's mom, and I was like, "That she sounds like she would be totally into because your mom would always put on." Oh, my mom loves Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved that Halloween party you guys used to put. Oh, on. it was it was great. She would so she. I don't I don't know if you guys remember, Robbie. You were not part of this just because you didn't live with us. But my mom would host a block Halloween party every year when I was a kid. Oh, and she would decorate the front yard. She'd like every year she'd make new tombstones with new puns, and then every year she'd write her own ghost story. Yeah. Oh. And it would be it would be original, and she would dress up and she would uh as like a character from there and recite it and like you know we're all like under 11 10 years old and everything and i think one of them was about a um a train conductor because there was not a there was a a a, uh railroad not too far from us and uh where we grew up Hmm. and uh you know it's sitting there it's dark she's reading it she's she's dressed up like a train conductor or something like that and then in, in the woods behind behind her um i think it was my dad or oh, yeah. maybe her neighbor came walking with a train with like a train lamp you know like oh, one of those lamps that dude. train conductors have and like it freaked every like all the kids out and everything and then whoever it was and my dad or someone would say come with me and then we'd walk down the neighborhood like wearing our costumes and everything and stopping for like some treats along the way. But yeah, I mean, we, there was like cider. Oh, yeah, there was like chill. Yeah. I thought we did. I don't know. That's um, 
I think rose-colored glasses are definitely taking some effect there. But yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I miss. And honestly, I there's there's a magic to the to Halloween that you know you mm-hmm. can still capture a little bit, and it's not all just like dressing up and then going to bars and acting silly. You know, yeah. there is that spookiness that I do kind of miss. Yeah, yeah, like just wandering around when it's dark and like. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. if there's two magical moments from childhood I could relive, it would be Halloween and Easter egg hunts. And I only Ooh. ever did like maybe five Easter egg hunts growing up. Oh, like, you know, love that stuff. Speaking of spookiness, I guess uh, one thing that I've wanted to do, but also at the same time, I feel like it's too gone too far. Are the like the haunted houses? Mm, yeah, like I did one time. I went to I think it was like they did something at the Crew Stadium, mm. and it was okay but then like i see all these other ones that are like oh, abandoned asylum and you have to like sign a waiver because they yeah, can yeah. catch you or something like well, i don't want to go that far start punching some people in costume <laughs> yeah like, like i don't want a heart attack but i just want to be scared <laughs> i i i i would get no joy in being chased by someone with a chainsaw i'll tell yeah. you that there's yeah. no like part of me that's like he this is fun no because <laughs> and i'll tell you why and i figured this out in high school when i went to my first one that is the perfect place to actually commit a murder because <laughs> no one's gonna know it's a murder right right until it's too late you know just that's actually I remember, a really good point <laughs> yeah i remember there's like a haunted woods uh at the olentangy i think it's called the olentangy uh indian caverns near us mm-hmm. and they did a haunted house and i remember me and i think it was she was like my very first girlfriend uh, we would walk there, and then there'd be a guy with like a, uh, uh, like a ski mask, or what is it called? Why are you going to see my new chainsaw and hockey mask? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he had a chainsaw, and he just kept on revving it, and he kept on chasing us. And I'm like, I'm I'm sure he's an actor, but what if I were to come back here, put on a chainsaw, and then actually keep the keep the teeth on it, and then start chasing somebody and just find like one person. Uh, and now I've outed myself as a psychopath on a podcast. <laughs> it's going to be a Netflix show about Thomas in 50 years. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, Thomas, God. you um, need to get a house because like, you're the only one of us who has the potential to actually get a house and we could have soirees and stuff at your house. I, 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 I put it on Brian. Brian's uh, one. Soiree. It's like you Brian's the one who has the, you know, he lives in a, uh, an affordable city. There's no way I can afford a house in Denver. You should get a boat in an RV while you're at it too. So yeah, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I want parties on a boat, parties in a house. You know, <laughs> one thing that we've never all done together was go to like a convention or something where you get to dress up. That that I'd yeah. be down for that. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. That could be fun. It'd be yeah. fun for like at least the first hour. <laughs> Gen Con uh, is in Indianapolis. If we ever actually wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Actually, I've I've been to Gen Con. Oh, Gen Con! Oh, mm. that's the Gen one Con that you worked at like... a long time ago, and that's like where you got your first airsoft gun. I that was at Otacon. Oh, okay, Otacon, Otacon, Otacon <laughs> rollout. Um, uh, what? I remember being in Indiana for Gen Con for some reason. I don't remember why now. Hmm. Probably some magic tournament or something, right? Oh yeah, you know what? I think you might be right. One last thing on spookiness and fall and Halloween. I know we were talking about one extreme, which is you put on a costume and then you just go to bars and it's not spooky at all. The other extreme is you do something that's too spooky. And I know we've talked about this from an adventure archive standpoint. And 
I think you guys should do it, but leave me way oh, out of this. this yeah. Is go to the Moonville Tunnel in Zaleski State Park. Oh, weren't we trying to Halloween. do that last year? Yeah, we were going to do that, and then I forget why it fell through. But You were going to go to the Moonville Tunnel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys should do that. Just don't invite me. Yeah, yeah. No, that'd be cool. Wait, why not invite you? Are you afraid of it? or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was you the thing? You remember in... when we went to that plantation? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, what was the place in Ohio University that you said is super scary? Or is the Moonville oh. Tunnel what you're talking about? Oh, no, it's... Athens. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the whole city of Athens is supposed to be haunted, but especially the ridges. Yeah. Um, They actually, like send a lot of cops up to the ridges during Halloween two for two reasons. One Halloween in Athens is a huge party. Like used to be the second biggest block party in the entire U S crash the cell phone grid big. Um, and two, because you get a lot of people who know how haunted the ridges is. Um, not that I believe in hauntings, but I would never want to go up there at night. Uh, the ridges was a, uh, f- um, an abandoned in- insane asylum. Um, oh, okay. and right. I remember you saying that now. Yeah, and it is massive, and it is so big that the, the and there isn't enough funding that you know they've only been able to like occupy parts of it, and they just let other parts of it continue to rot and decay and everything. Mm. And so you know there's like there's bars, there's cages, there used to be a uh, an entire um, tuberculosis ward next to it that was just falling apart, and they actually knocked it down my last year of college. Um, and if you if you go walking around that area there are just mass graves everywhere where they just dump bodies in giant Jeez, ditches. Awful. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's cemeteries all around and everything. I mean, it is, it is where you would send a loved one or someone would be sent if they had no loved ones um, for, you know, it, it, you know, disabilities of any, uh, you know, ranging from the severe to the mild, just because there was no, um, no good way to treat it. And that's actually where, and my last point here, Dr. Lobotomy performed a lot of his oh, really? experiments. Yeah, you can go there and you can see the the ice pick that he would use to stick up people's noses and mash their brains around. Oh. Um, um, yeah, a lot of scary stuff there, you know, even if you don't believe in ghosts, because I definitely don't believe in ghosts. Um, <laughs> this is an aside, but it's funny that we're talking about spooky stuff because I've actually noticed that um a lot of people have their halloween decorations up already and i'm a thousand percent sure it's just because the weather is so autumnal what's the first of october today well no i mean like even in september i noticed people already had stuff coming up but i I think think it's just because like if you're gonna put up decorations you might as well put it up for a duration that's gonna make it worth the while right maybe i it seemed earlier this year than usual maybe i'm wrong about that but i just assumed it's because like everyone's feeling the weather and Mm. Maybe. Well, I mean, I could see that. It's just like the minute the weather gets really comfortable, you're just like, all right, I'm going to go outside and do something. Yeah. yeah. Either way, it's welcome by me. I'm okay with it. Halloween is like a very fun. It's like aesthetically, it's one of my favorite holidays. Something that I think would be fun and more in the vein of our type of like uh, activities would be um, playing like scary games uh, together. Oh, great idea. Uh, mm. like there's that one 
I'm not doing yeah. it in VR though. That's <laughs> <laughs> VR would be fun too, actually. Yeah, yeah. I should uh when I come back, I should bring my VR headset and we can play uh, Resident Evil. Oh, great idea. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Andrew, do you still have the white PlayStation 4 with PT yeah. on it? Uh oh, I guess it does have PT on it. Yeah. Does it oh my god, has still has PT on it? I need to double check, but as long as it... you didn't delete it, it it's on there, yeah. Okay. God, I, that oh my god, that, that game. Yeah. It's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I've been thinking is like, if in terms of like costume and stuff, I'm like, uh, if I have long hair, there's like certain things I can do. But if I have short hair, there's other things I'd have to do. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you had a pretty good costume last year, right? It was like this mask. It was it was a Genshi. Uh, I mean the ghosts of Tsushima. Ghosts, that was. Yeah. I actually went as Liu Kang last year, but the, oh. the Tsushima mask was just for a skit that I, uh, one of the shout outs. But now that I have contacts, I actually might dress up as that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Jin Sakai. Cool. <laughs> but, so if you dress up, though, where are you going to, what are you going to do? <laughs> That's a good question. Because <laughs> I'm always like, every year I'm like, you know, it'd be cool. Like, I think last year I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to get one of those Mandalorian helmets and come up with like this mando outfit but then be like okay so i have you know, this now what am i gonna do <laughs> that's the other thing is like that would be the nice thing about at least living in a neighborhood where people go trick-or-treating is you can at least like hand candy out and oh yeah yeah you yeah. vicariously live through these youthful children <laughs> that to me is one of the biggest it's probably not the best to say that's one of the biggest appeals of having children of my own someday is just to be like okay <laughs> we're gonna do so much halloween stuff and my kids yeah. are gonna be like Dad, I'm tired. I'm like, no, we're gonna go to five pumpkin patches. I don't like Halloween. Eat. No, you must like Halloween. <laughs> you know, that's um, you can tell that our aunt was that kind of person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she was the kind of person who was talking about really... Dagugu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least I feel like that. Like, you can no, tell, yeah, like, definitely. And like Thomas's mom, you can tell is someone who's like really into doing those sorts of things. Like, I mean, it's always fun to. She's she was probably the one who was spearheading so many of the family get-togethers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though we had them at your house, I just I feel like it's possible. I mean, your yeah. mom can probably correct us on that, but yeah, yeah, if we're wrong. But I feel like she was always the one. Like that, our first camping trip that was terrible. I'm sure Dagugu <laughs> organized <laughs> that. Thomas, did you ever meet her? I'm sure I did at some point. I was just a kid and I didn't realize who I was meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the problem is they're all in our 30s and childless so it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> we just have to selfishly do it for ourselves <laughs> i mean what i want to do is our, so our one cousin in 2019 right before the pandemic we had oh, yeah. a semi big get together brian wasn't there for it unfortunately but i want to ask that cousin i'm like can you just host that again <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah can we do this again <laughs> i guess because the, the pandemic that kind of threw a wrench into things actually yeah. you know what i'll do is i'll have my brother ask him because i feel like if my brother asks him he takes him more seriously yeah yeah he's like a colleague <laughs> yeah <professional>. yeah <laughs> i'm just somebody he tried to swirly at one point <laughs> did you know that that chi Wei tried to swirly me as a kid once? <laughs> no <laughs> that well, if you if if you're in the audience section, you're wondering why are we not talking about hiking? Why are we only talking about fall and things that we like? Um, I don't want to speak for because it's our podcast. <laughs> it's our podcast. <laughs> I don't want to speak on behalf of these other guys, but that kind of brings us to maybe the the second 
topic of conversation here is do we ever get tired of camping and hiking and just spending time in nature? Hmm. Um, it's like ebbs and flows. It depends. Right? Yeah. Like it depends on the trip and the frequency and things like that. Like uh, on our last trip, getting ready and like getting ready to go out there and traveling out there. I was just like, Ugh, I don't want to do this. But once we were out there, trip was just so amazing it was totally worth it but i was just totally getting worn down by all the traveling i'd been doing recently mm. um but i feel like as long as the conditions are right and you have good weather and well decent enough weather and uh things like that then and, you know a trip I, I could do a camping trip almost any time and, and enjoy it but so you, what I'm hearing, Brian, is you never get tired of it. There's there's always an appetite for this. It always feels as special. It always feels as impactful. There's there's factors to it though. Um, like I know we discussed after our last trip, we would want to do something easy and uh, a little more laid back, uh, just because a lot of the trips we've been doing were so grandiose, so to speak. Mm. Um, and, and I would kind of agree with that. Like, I don't think I would want to do another big trip just yet. I, I would like to do something that's more chill, uh, probably a little more about just kind of hanging out at the campsite and enjoying the weather and enjoying, you know, the relaxation and things like that. Yeah. And um, sorry, go ahead. We, I was going to say, we were talking about like doing a nice trip like that in yeah. that sort of late fall weather, but I don't think it'd be a, just just a, a switch that I would flip and go from, Oh, I enjoy this too. Oh, I don't enjoy this. You know, I um, guess. Yeah. I guess where I'm kind of going with this is we've done a lot of great trips this year, huge trips. If you, if you even think about the, the last one, one year and a month or so we've gone from Maine, uh, Acadia, Maine, Katahdin, New Hampshire to um, Big Bend down in Texas along the Mexican border, all the way to the coast of uh, you know, the Lost Coast of California. Robbie and I have gone to Colorado, Arches, well, not Arches, but Canyonlands, Moab, all these different places, and then ending lastly on Glacier with some of the best mountains. But does it does it ever get like numb to you guys? Does it always just feel like it did the first time you you saw mountains or the first time you got out there like you did in Shenandoah or Hocking Hills or Yellowstone does well, it hit, hit the same way one thing I'll say is sometimes it it isn't sometimes it isn't the same as like the first time I, I know we were talking about this on our last trip but I think for me personally the last trip it it felt a little bit more like that recapturing the sense of wonder but um but it had been in a while since I was out in that like classic alpine kind of environment um yeah but what i also say is like there's also something very appealing to me not just about hiking in some incredible mountain scenery but there's also this aspect of camping that i really love which regardless of what the scenery is it's it's more about interacting with your environment and so one of the trips i think back to a lot is when we were in morgan monroe actually because that's mm. that was a trip where we hiked off trail and I just remember being like nestled in the middle of the woods and setting up camp and sweeping all the leaves out of the way, setting up my tarp and starting a fire. And like, that's the sort of stuff I really love um, is just making 
it's like making the natural environment your home. So there's there's on one hand there's a place in my heart for going on this grand adventure, you know, hiking to these tops of the mountains. But then there's also this uh, flip side to the backpacking where it's it's more making the wilderness your home instead of it being this exotic location that you're adventuring through. And so that's like what I'm looking forward to next. And um, we were talking about this, but I'm hoping to do some more elaborate campfire cooking on our next trip too, which I know a lot of people were wanting some of that, which, I mean, we actually did some in Savage Gulf, which wasn't that long ago, but. Um, we had the cereal yeah. in Savage Gulf, man. Come on, man. Yeah. And the miso soup. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I would love to just be out there in the woods, make a nice fire, cook some stuff on that grill that I have. Yeah, we yeah. need to do another one Minister Creek-esque where we're at the campsite for hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really feel that relaxation and uh, no time crunch, you know? Yeah. We kind of had that at Lost Coast when we ended our hike at like 11 a.m. We Yeah, but there, was, there wasn't like as much that we could do at the Lost Coast because you couldn't have fires and we just had mm-hmm. limited you know dehydrated meals and stuff so. yeah it was so protected and we couldn't do much right right which is why we were looking at food pictures and stuff <laughs> <laughs> uh, well going back to the the question at hand real quick i compare a lot of my experience with some of the more complicated trips the same way that i when i was a kid i used to go to brian and andrew's house and I'd be really excited to go. And then while I was in the car, like I would be so sick of driving. It was a very short drive, like in retrospect, it's only three hours, but like I would get a headache and I'd feel like crap in the car. But the moment I stepped out of the car, I was like, the headache went away immediately. And I was like super excited to go play. And then we'd all play for like the whole weekend or whatever. That's kind of how I feel about these trips that are really difficult to get to. Like, I know that's not exactly what you're talking about, Thomas, but the, mm-hmm. like, getting out to Glacier and getting out to Lost Coast, just what a travel nightmare. Like, if I never have to go to the airport ever again in my life, like, I know this is an extremely privileged thing to say, like, I will be so happy if I never had to go again. But as soon as I actually get on the trail, I'm extremely happy. But I do know what you're talking about, Thomas, how... Like, especially Glacier, that was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. But after having gone to, like, especially me and Thomas, we recently went to, like, these amazing places in Colorado Mm. and Utah. The impact of it certainly is not the same as it was when we were younger or when Mm. we had less experience. I mean, think of Yellowstone back in 2009. We were, we were, like, we felt like cowboys, but there was like nothing but the road ahead of us. We had like a loose plan of all these different things to do. And I remember we just would, we were just driving around Yellowstone. Brian was our, was, was the person driving us. We just saw this dirt road and we had your parents Subaru. And we just, I sat, Andrew and I sat in the back. We just, we sat on the windows. We were hanging our heads out the window. And then Robbie was like sticking his head through the sunroof. Brian was like, (laughs) you know, pounding on the side of the car while driving we were blasting uh irish music and i mean there was no one around us so we weren't really disturbing anyone else but we felt like we had the whole like this whole land to ourselves and we got to feel like 
we were actually explorers and adventurers and just like every tree, every rock seems so unreal and beautiful to us. And now, at least for me, it, it feels like work. See, it feels like I'm going there and I'm like, okay, what's the route? Where are we going to go? Do we have water? How are we going to do this? I have a couple thoughts on that because I mean, one, obviously it is work for us when we do it. So there is that aspect, but I, I think another aspect is kind of going back to what I was saying, but it's like, there's only so much that amazing views can do for you. But I think what we really felt when we were first in Yellowstone was that feeling of unrestricted freedom mm. and the, 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 like the possibility of just like looking at a meadow and wandering out into the meadow. But now it's like, uh, we have to stay on the trail and we have to film efficiently enough to like get to the campsite. And that's why I want to do another trip where we're kind of hiking off trail and camping in the middle of the woods and, and, you know, making the woods our home because Morgan Monroe as un um, what's the word as unspectacular as that place seemed mm -hmm. the feeling I had when we wandered off the trail and you look at all these leaf covered hills and you have that sense of like, I can go anywhere that I want. Yeah, I don't have to. That's I think what the key is, is to recapture that sort of feeling. But maybe, maybe well, I got to go know... to Morgan Monroe with you guys on this because I look at that same meadow that I would have back in Yellowstone, Andrew, mm -hmm. and I think oh, there's so many ticks in there. I bet there's like a bears, dozen rattlesnakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like how do I know a bear isn't on the corner? You See, know, am I, am I going to step on something? Am I going to break <laughs> a park rule or whatever? Yeah, I think that's something that I look forward to when it comes to fall and like doing an easy trip is. You know, I, I think about doing a trip not in bear country where there's no ticks you have to worry about um, and like you don't have to worry about mosquitoes or things like that or overheating and you can just kind of hike and enjoy the scenery and the hike itself for like for what it is. Because mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I know... will say like on our last trip at Glacier, I mean, I, I obviously enjoyed it and the trip was spectacular the views were spectacular but definitely being so front-loaded with so much wildlife i was a bit on edge for the rest of the trip which made it probably a little more difficult to enjoy um but yeah uh, that's it's that kind of stuff that can kind of defocus my mind from from the the experience at hand that i'm that i'm seeing having in front of me mm. if that makes sense yep it well does. Here's, I don't know if this is actually the case, but this is just a hypothesis. Maybe part of the magic not being there for you a little bit, Thomas, is that we have so much more information about the trail ahead of time now. And we've also gotten a lot better at planning. So the surprise is a little bit gone now. Like even yeah. knowing how far away something is, like you can look it up on all trails and know the exact distance that you are and the exact spot that you're on on the trail. Whereas before it was like you, it really did feel a lot more adventurous because you didn't know how mm. far it was to something and where exactly you were going. And then also our planning was really bad before too. So it's like, we didn't even know what our route was until we <laughs> yeah. got to the trail. Yeah. So it's like now, like everything was known ahead of time, except for the actual experience of it. That's a good point too. I, 
So I mean, I we can maybe, just I can we can just hand planning duty back over to Andrew, and I'm sure <laughs> yeah, some yeah. of the magic will come. <laughs> well, well, none <laughs> of us will have any idea what's going. on. I don't on. have a death wish here. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I think that, I think these are great things, and these are definitely things I haven't considered. Um, because you, on one hand, you want to be responsible, but over planning can definitely take away some of that that joy, especially if you watch a hundred YouTube videos about the route you're going to take beforehand. So you know exactly what you're going to get into. And you can see down to the foot where you are on the trail. You can see how much uphill you have, you know, all those different things. Mm. Um, no, I, I, I appreciate it guys. I, I, I do think that that sense of wonder, that sense of awe, I think it's been so saturated by natural beauty which is such a weird thing for me to say i never thought i'd say that but like wow here's another beautiful mountain yes that's beautiful i can look at it and i can say yes that's beautiful but does it still like inspire that no it doesn't right now um i think the front the next frontier for me is emerging myself Space. in a different culture Final oh there. yeah yeah a different culture would like that'll automatically bring some magic back yeah yeah you know even if it's just talking to someone from Canada and being like, Oh, why'd you call it this? Or, you know, Oh, you know, you guys have different money. I know it's, that's my, that's just a small little funny thing, but like just seeing, it's like living in a parallel universe, jumping in there. Someone and, was just, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna, someone was just telling me that there's like some weird uh, place in West Virginia that you can hike, but it's like owned by these like Hari Krishna types. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Hare Krishnas, but apparently there's like some boat dock that they have on one of the lakes, and they have like a giant swan boat thing or something. Interesting. But anyway, well, you uh, know, after the glacier episode, people who are listening they won't have seen this yet, but we randomly came up to that little lake, and then you said you were feeling it then, Thomas. Which little lake? Remember, we took the picture. We took the selfie there, and oh, at the campsite. It was at the just campsite. We stopped to use the bathroom that, after going to, going to the beach Road. looking area. Um, the little yeah. rocky beach. It was. It was. You know, it it feels like the pathway to that is made a little bit more visible. It's not that I'm there, if that makes more sense. The pathway to awe and wonder. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Yeah, I can. I can see it. I can like. I can see like if I can just like mentally push myself a little further then I can just kind of fall into that sense of wonder again. But now it just, I mean, it's still, it's still very, yep. That's a cool mountain. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do to at least me versus you. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you live among the mountains right now. That could be more. You've yeah. been immersed in hiking and mountains for the past half a year or something like that. Uh, whereas for me, Mm. Even though I've been on a lot of trips this year, there's there's been a lot of variety in those trips. Mm -hmm. So when I saw the mountains and glacier, I was just like, "Yeah, this is awesome." Yeah, yeah, um, good point. This, this has actually been something I've thought about since we started Adventure Archives. Um, this idea that like we have to get past seeing the wilderness as purely scenery, and and even as far like even when it comes to the fact that we do backpacking, this was something I thought about, and obviously, you know. I, I'm glad people can enjoy parks in different ways, especially if they don't have the ability to hike or whatever. But um, I've always thought about how it's so much more rewarding to go out into the backcountry and hike than just seeing the sights from the road. And even though the scenery is just as spectacular, it's for me, it's always been about 
just being out there and not so much the scenery. And that's that's the feeling I got when we were in Shenandoah, because when we backpacked Shenandoah the first time in 2008, it was not spectacular scenery at all. There was like one trail with like power lines and stuff even. But I still remember sitting in the middle of the stream on a rock and looking down the stream either way and just being like, I could walk on these rocks all down the stream and no one would tell me you know, you're trespassing on my property or you're not allowed that way. And that that's the feeling of unrestricted freedom that I think is really important to, to focus on when you're doing these adventures. Like it's one thing to enjoy spectacular scenery, but what it comes down to is the feeling of freedom. And obviously some of that is lost when, you know, we have to film and we have to get to a certain place at a certain time, but that's why I am excited about doing a nice laid back trip. Um, And not just because it's easier, but also like, if if we get to hike off trail and you know build a campfire and really set up our campsite mm. that feeling of just uh being free and being able to use not use but being able to exist in the wilderness in a very like harmonic or harmonious way i think that's the excitement that i get from outdoors camping so that's interesting for me i'm getting the same feeling that excitement but it's about it's honestly about Japan. I love the idea of just we being should, able yeah, to go. Also do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, well, that's 100%. 2023, yeah. 100%. Yeah, and, and that the idea of like experiencing something entirely new, like I could walk down the street, I could tr- go into any of these shops. It's not, it's yeah. not this, it's it's a place for me to 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 experience, for me to walk through, to, to, to take in the sights, smells, sounds, everything that's just so different to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, you got, you, you, you find a new sense of freedom. You know what it's like? It's like playing Red Dead Redemption versus Destiny or something. <laughs> it's like in Destiny, you see these all like these amazing vistas when you're wandering around in the world. These are video game references for people who don't know, but you can't go to any of them. And you're like, what's the point? But in Red Dead, you can walk into each house and, you know, wander. Wherever. Howdy, mister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh so on that note i know we're coming up on time here anything that you're looking forward into you know looking forward about winter and the new year as we go in i know i made it very clear that i want to go to japan robbie yeah no that's 100 percent. we're going to japan next year um really quickly tomo biscotti in the patreon chat said me and andrew coming in 2023 <laughs> <laughs> And uh, someone said, uh, GX Ace said, if there isn't a hot tub full of lobster at my party, I'm leaving his party. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, it'd be dangerous. I was actually thinking this year, I was like, I would like to do another Nordhaus winter camping Mm -hmm. trip, like a relaxed trip. You know, that's actually part of what was great about Nordhaus was what Andrew was talking about earlier, where Mm -hmm. when we were at that first campsite, that whole area was just like our, our yard basically right, right. and you go mm-hmm. anywhere around there not like we did because it was that cold but it i felt that sense of freedom and that belonging in the environment so i would like to experience that again this winter mm. it doesn't have to be, North be House, but i'd be down as long as it's just not minus one yeah degrees <laughs> we, we, <laughs> so i i want to do i want to do like a mid to late november trip where we're you know it's still kind of brown out and we can camp however we want and then a winter one where we do the four-person tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely four-person tent. But yeah, and I want to do a trip where the 
the first night well i mean each night is very the campsites are very easy but i want to just bring like a massive amount of things to prepare for the first night and just like have this feast the first night or something oh yeah oh yeah we do another pre-cooked roast like we did at dolly sods one time yeah 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 we could do a a a camping potluck we each bring something (laughs) i want to make a kanji while we're out there on one of these be good you know where we we should go back to seneca creek i feel like there's a lot more trails there that we could discover yeah that's true have hot pot Mm -hmm. there again Mm -hmm. it's not a bad idea all right guys okay wait wait there was one more question i had for thomas oh i kept meaning to ask are you taking any dates to like (laughs) the apple orchard this season Uh, that's uh, an open invitation. Is, is that something that you've done already? I'm like, hey, do you want to go to an apple orchard and pick apples? I'll wear my flannel. You wear your North Face jacket. <laughs> is this a joke that I'm missing out on? It's just a very no. It's actually a serious question. Very much a me thing to do. I mean, I think if uh, I was in a better, more stable place, maybe. But uh, no, I'm. I was planning on asking Andrew or Brian if they wanted to come with me down to the pumpkin patch or apple orchard um when are you in town again <laughs> uh october 24th you guys should just get my nephews to go with you this is the, i'm sure they will be totally jazzed about picking pumpkins <laughs> i'd be down for apple cider i don't care i'm freaking do that alone go get some you know what's good is cider. i mean i'd be down cider. to do that put me down for that get some apple cool. cider Actually, when, well, we can talk about this afterwards, but let me know when you're going to be in town because I actually need to bring something to my brother so I could yeah. be in town for the apple ciderage as well. Be in, <laughs> gonna be a, for, for your guys' awareness, it's going to be a crazy two months for me. I'm going to be in Ohio, going to be in D.C., in Philadelphia, in New York, in Connecticut, Los Angeles, and San Antonio. We're actually meeting up in New York, right? Yeah, I, I think I think Andrew and I are going to meet up in New York, yeah. Yeah. Maybe Andrew can resurrect his uh, his blog that we were watching earlier that hasn't yeah. been updated. In I've been thinking media. about um, I've been thinking about what I want to do with my personal channel, and I part of me was like, I want to do kind of like those short film type things with narration, but That'd be, then I, I'm like, I don't know awesome. what people want to hear me say. <laughs> do what you want to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The audience will probably not find you, but they exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, folks. Coming up on the hour. Okay. Any any questions in the chat? We'll answer them in the next one minute. Fifty three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Apple uh, orchard. So pumpkin patches. I do love the smell of hay. I I just yeah I love the fall festival kind of feeling. Just bales of hay and orange gourds. <laughs> do you guys want to no, go and- to the Evansville West Side Nut Club Fall Festival? <laughs> Is that what it's, called? it's called the West Side Nut Club Fall Festival. <laughs> I did not know that. That's funny. Uh, all right. I feel like that. if folks haven't put anything in the chat, now they won't for the next okay. minute or so. <laughs> okay. All right, then. Uh, thank you, everyone, for watching. This will be available on podcast services as soon as I can download this. Oh, two questions, actually. Would Robbie want to go to a pear orchard? Absolutely not. And <laughs> Patreon meetup. Uh, that was not a uh, orchard person. Or? I think I said there was a seventy-five percent chance it would happen this year. I think the twenty-five percent is probably going to win out. Actually, <laughs> well, yeah, you had some time. I'm going to be in there. I feel like there's some inside jokes I'm missing. 
You no, know, actually, people, I, I've complained s- about pairs on my vlogs before. If I here, if I oh, plan it, you, will you guys anti pair right? <laughs> if I if I plan the meetup, will you guys uh, indulge me? Yeah, would, absolutely. The, I already be... looked into doing high banks rentals. Like they have rental spaces available. Like okay, I was people. thinking about just going to a going to a brewery. Seeing if we, we could like we got too many not people. even. I like, like go to a back room or something, get a get a back room or something. If we we had like eighty people last time and that was like oh, did. four years ago and we didn't we 40. barely announced it. So if we did it now and we actually announced it, we'd have to do some sort of RSVP thing. Yeah, we could do that. All right. I'll I'll keep an eye out for it. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Okay. Thank you for watching everyone. Thank you guys for joining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you for listening to this episode of campfire chronicles which is episode 37 yep and see we will time. see you on our next adventure yeah in a month we've been doing it almost monthly so we'll see you later yeah yeah. all right see you bye-bye all right, bye.